This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. There's a legendary story told about a Rebbe who taught in a high school, and he told the boys one day that that night they're going to have a special night here. They're going to talk all about girls. So you tell it to high school boys, that's enough to get them to show up. And he makes this whole big deal. They're going to talk tonight all about girls, and the boys are so excited. The Rebbe comes into the classroom, he closes the doors, he says, you know what we're going to talk about? Our girls is to hear Pasha Zachar. So the boys were a little depressed, but we'll talk about that tonight also. Our women is to hear Pasha Zachar. This Shabbos we all know is Pasha Zachar. There's a lot of tumbling that goes in about the women's obligation and the women's role. So let's discuss very big kids. So we've had longer shurim on this topic here before, but just the very the, the major major issues over here about whether or not women are obligated in the mitzvah of hearing Pasha Zachar. There's a Sefer Achinuch in the end of uh, in Mitzvah Tofresh Gimel. The Sefer Achinuch writes a very interesting comment. The Sefer Achinuch writes that the Mitzvah of Zechira Samolik it's only on men and not on women. Why writes the Sefer Achinuch? Ki lahem lasayis hamulcham of enikemes haoyev. It says the Sefer Achinuch because men are the ones that are going to go to battle against the Malik, not women. Therefore, only men have a Mitzvah to read Parsha Zacher and not women. So writes the Sefer Achinuch. So it's partial according to the Sefer Achinuch. Women are 100% exempt from the Mitzvah of hearing Parsha Zacher this upcoming Shabbos. The Minchas Chinuch on that Mitzvah jumps all over the Sefer Achinuch. He says, I don't know where he got this all from. Who told the Sefer Achinuch all these big chidushim? Who told the Sefer Achinuch, first of all, that women are part of him killing a Malik? He asks, we know, Chazal tell us, it's a Mishnah. That when you have a mechemes mitzvah, afilu kalo yoytze mechupasai. That even the girl leaves the chuppah. You can you imagine the scene? The girl in a white dress, she runs down the chuppah, they give her a gun and she goes out into battle. So, Frechtim and Chazchinach, what's the Chinach saying? That women are part of from going to war. Mechemes amolik is mechemes amitzvah. Mechemes amitzvah, everyone's obligated. So, if taka zechiris amolik is tala in the mechama, women are mechayiv in the mechama. That's kashan amon that Chazchinach has. The second kashan that Chazchinach has is who told the Sefer Chinach to connect these two things? There's really two separate mitzvahs. There's a mitzvah to remember Amalek, there's a mitzvah to be moiche Amalek, to destroy Amalek. Two separate mitzvahs. The chinuch kind of linked the two mitzvahs together. He said, well, since men are the ones that are going to do the killing of Amalek, they're the ones who have to do the remembering of the Amalek. But since women are potter from killing Amalek, they're potter from remembering Amalek. Says the minchas chinuch, who told you that? Who said those two things are connected? So first Kashi says, even if you're right that they're connected, but women have to go kill Amalek. And secondly, he says, but who told you they're even connected in the first place? And they're asked, what's going to happen when Mashiach comes? And there'll be no more Amalekim? We're still not going to have a mitzvah of Zechir Samalek? So the Mechaz is very bothered, very disturbed by this ruling of the, of the Sefer HaChinuch. But again, you always have to remember, the Sefer HaChinuch was a Rishon. The Mechaz was an Achran. He came later. So in the ranking system, the Sefer HaChinuch does, should beat out the Mechaz Chinuch, at least to Lahalacha. And therefore, the Sefer HaChinuch's opinion is that women are potter from Parashat Zacher, and the Mechaz Chinuch holds women are chayv in Parashat Zacher. Now, the Mechaz Chinuch has a very good question. What do you do with the, with the Gemara of Kala Yoytze Mechupas? So they give different answers. One classical answer they give is that when it says over there in, in Saita that Kala Yoytze Mechupas, it doesn't mean the girl goes from, the, from under the chuppah in her white gown with a gun and starts shooting down. It means she has to be involved in the war effort. That means even girls, even at Kala Mechupas, it means she has to be involved in the war effort. doesn't mean she's going to go to war. Other women don't go to war. So there's a big discussion, not for now, we're short on time, about whether or not killing Amolik would be a mitzvah to say Shazman Grom. Because we know the rule of thumb is any time that's time, any mitzvah time sensitive, women are uh, exempt. Any mitzvah that's not time sensitive, women are obligated. So is killing Amalek a time sensitive mitzvah? So there's a whole discussion in Avdei Nezer about whether or not you're allowed to kill Amalek on Shabbos. 
He talks about it might be a malacha shein tzrichel gufa. I don't really, you know, do I really want to kill a or I just don't want a malak here. It's a lomdish sugya. But at the end of the day, the machloik is being the sefer achinach and the minchas chinech is whether or not we assume that there's a connection between the idea of killing a malak and the idea of remembering a malak. Now, the chayra there, you have to say, Rabbi Salvechik writes a similar idea. You have to say, according to the sefer achinach, he understood the mitzvah is the following. The mitzvah is read about a malak. Get fired up about Amalek to the point that when you can, go out and kill Amalek. There's a, there's a connection. The connection is don't just read a story that happened thousands of years ago, but read a story with the, such an anger and a feeling that when I'm able to go out and kill him, I'm going to go out and kill him. So there's a connection between these two things. Why is this Negea Halacha Lema So if you take a look in Shulchan Aruch, the Metafresh Behei, the Mechava talks about a case of let's say a person can only come to Shul for one, one event. He can either come for Pasha Zacher or he can come for Purim. When should he come up? person lives in a village, no minion. He has one time he can make the trip in town to be minion. So either he should come in for Pasha Zacher for this Shabbos, or he should come in for Purim. So the Shulchan Aruch writes, what do you mean? He's got to come for Pasha Zacher. Pasha Zacher is a day rice, he has to come for Pasha Zacher. Writes the Magen Avram, one second. Let him come on Purim. Why? Because what do we read on Purim? Besides from the Megillah, we have Kriya Satayim Pasha's Bishalach. Pasha's Bishalach is basically a similar story of Avamalik. Therefore, says the Magen Avram, have a great Eitzah. If you come on Purim, you get both. You get the Megillah B'Tzibur, and then you get Kriya Satayra, which can also work as a Kriya Spasha Zacher. So therefore, says the Magen Avram, I disagree. Now, it's interesting, how do we paskin in this Machlokes? And why does this Machlokes have any relevancy? Because the way many Achorinim learn, why is the Magen Avram not correct? The reason why the Magen Avram is not correct, because there's one subtle difference between the wording of Pasha's Bishalach and the wording of Pasha's Kiseitze. If, if anything, you should stop and say, ask Akasha. If I had to pick which Pasha should we read Pasha's Zacher from, I would totally go with Bishalach. It's much more of the story. It gives you the whole story, the war. Pasha's, Pasha's um, Kiseitze is about three, four psukim. So why is Pasha's Kiseitze better than Pasha's Bishalach? So the Archashulchan points this out, is the difference between Bishalach and Kiseitze is what Hashem says. Either Kimoche Emche, or Timche. In Pashas Bishach, what does Hashem say? I will destroy Amalek. In Pashas Kisethi, Hashem says, I want you to destroy Amalek. What's the difference? Because if you hold that part of the mitzvah of Zechir Amalek is connected to the destroying, so in Pashas Bishach, you don't have that element. Because it's only Hashem saying He's going to destroy. But in Pashas Kisethi, that's what Hashem says, I want you to destroy. Oh, when we're talking about us doing the action, that's more connected to Pashas Zach. So I always thought that being at the Mishnabur Taka, Paschus Allah Lamaisa, not like the Magan Avram, that means I think the Mr. Buru holds like the Sefer HaChinuch. And if the Mr. Buru holds like the Sefer HaChinuch, he holds women up potter. And I saw Achrein make this observation. That nowhere does the Mr. Buru write that women have to come to hear Pasha Zacher. He therefore, the, the sheet of the Mr. Buru probably most likely was women are potter. What is interesting, I found the Kafachaim. Kafachaim has a great kasha. Why don't we make a bracha on the mitzvah day raisa of Kriya's Pasha Zacher? We make a bracha on mitzvah's Rabbonon. We definitely make a bracha mitzvah deraisa. And anytime you come across a mitzvah that there's no bracha, someone asks, why is there no bracha? Why is there no bracha on the mitzvah deraisa? We're going to have a mitzvah shem, have the schus to do this Shabbos, a mitzvah deraisa of a kriya Torah deraisa. Why is there no bracha? Says the Kafachayim, we don't make a bracha on the destruction of our enemies. Well, that wasn't, how does that answer the question? Pasha Zacher is a history lesson. Remember the story of Amalek, remember what he did. That's a history lesson. Why can't I make a bracha on a history lesson? Kafachayim writes, the reason why we don't make a bracha on Pasha Zacher is because we don't make a bracha on the destruction of our enemies. We're not discussing the destruction of our enemies. But if Pasha Zacher is merely remembering the story, then I don't understand the Kafachayim's answer. The answer is that Kafachayim is assuming like the Sefer HaChinuch. That it's not just remembering the story. It's remembering the story with intent to kill them. Oh, once we're already talking about killing people, then we lose the bracha. Now, it's interesting... 
the Binyan Sian, the Rabbi Yaakov Etlinger quotes a big Chiddush from Nassim Adler. Nassim Adler, the famed Rebbe Dechsam Sefer, he was very mocked that all the girls in his house should go hear Pasha Zohar. So they say, who can argue with him, Nassim Adler? Nassim Adler was, uh, was the Kain HaGadol. How can you argue with him, Nassim Adler? So Nassim Adler was the one who held that women are mechoiv in the Binyan Sian quotes it. Because Nassim Adler held women have to go hear Pasha Zohar. The problem is Ruba de Ruba, the majority of the Akhredim disagreed with this uh, Nassim Adler. And I heard this from many people, that in Europe the majority of, of shuls did not have women come to their Pasha Zohar, because the majority of the Paiskim held women are pata from Pasha Zohar. And we'll go mikatsa al-katsa from the literature to the chassidim. For example, the Divri Chaim, Sanzi Rebbe, he held women are pata from Pasha Zohar. Go to the Litzvisha world, Chazinish, Ben Moshe Feinstein, they all held women are potter from Pasha Zohar. And in Europe, there wasn't a big hoopla for Pasha Zohar. It wasn't like now. <laughs> We're going back to them. Yeah. Right, so that, that's all. That it's a new development. It's a it's a it's a rather new development that the girls and the women all come and and we'll get to the second laning is even a bigger problem. But I was told by many people in Europe it wasn't like that. It was it was like a regular Shabbos. Whoever came came and didn't come didn't come. It wasn't a big zach for because the assumption is like Rav Achrayim that the potter. Uh, that's because of Rambam and Adler. Right? The, the Yek is and the Binyan Sian held not the Binyan Sian. Yaakov Etnager was a great German rabbi. And he held that women are chayif. So because he held, that's why in the Yekesha communities they're more makbit. But across the rest of, uh, rest of Europe, for that matter, they were not makbit on women coming. Now, the, many people write, Rebbe Yashiv writes, that today the minig is that girls go to hear Pasha Zohar. So what I always tell women is the following. I think, api alocha the pater. But, why not chapa mitzvah? So if you're a single girl or a married woman with no little small children at home, why not come to shul to get a mitzvah? You get a mitzvah. You're not chayim. Why not? Who, who doesn't want to get a mitzvah? Their isa. But the shayla always is, you have a lady who has five little kids at home and she has to get a babysitter and she starts running herself wild for Pasha Zohar. And the answer always says, you're not obligated. Now, on the contrary, when it comes to Megillah, that women are chayivin. Right? That We know the Gemara tells us that on Purim, women are chayivin. Now, if I was writing the books, I'd rather it the other way around. I'd rather they be potter for Megillah and Chayim and Pasha Zohar. Because Megillah reading is much more complicated for the women. At night, after the fast, they've got to put the kids to sleep. For me, it's always more complicated the women having to hear Megillah. But that's not the halacha. The halacha is their Chayim and Megillah, and for the most part, they're potter and Pasha Zohar. So many Achorinim write that Avada, there's nothing wrong with a woman who wants to come. Avada, the question is, is she mechoyev? How many women get so stressed about it for a week up to the Shabbos? They're all stressed. How am I going to find a babysitter? My husband has to have an early. So the answer is that Pasha says that's not true. They're not mechoyev. But again, if a girl or woman has the opportunity to come to shul on Shabbos, why not? So when I used to tell us to people, they used to my think I was like a kaifer. What? Everyone knows women are chayv and pasha zacher. I said, I don't know. I don't know. Not everyone holds that way. The majority of the achreidim, besides for Masin Adler and Binyan they held women up potter. Then, became more popular for sure in America, was the second reading for the ladies. So that's already a lot of achreidim were against. The Marshal Moshe Feinstein was very against the second reading for women. He felt there's no reason. If they're not chayv, why should we have a second reading for them? So Chaim Kinevsky surprisingly said, they're not mechuyid, but he wasn't against the second reading. Which was interesting. I would have thought he was more against it. But he, he held like his uncle, the Chazinish, the Chazinish held women apater from Pasha Zohar, but he wasn't against the second reading, he just held there's no need for it. So what a lot of shuls do today is they do have a second reading. The problem with the second reading is it is questionable. To take out a Sevetari to read, even though they're not mechuyid, is very questionable. So what some shuls do, this is interesting, some shuls after Shlishi at Mincha, they roll it and read it then. What's the chap to that? Sevetari is already out. 
They didn't take out a Sefer Torah. The problem I have with that is it doesn't help. Because if the men are at Mincha, the women can't be here also because no one's watching the kids. So it just has to work out time-wise. But if someone showed me that there's such a minute like that, sometimes they do it in Lakewood like that. that. Once the Torah is already out, so then they roll it to Kisait saying they read it then. What many Achorinim hold is that you should try to have 10 men who haven't yet heard Parsha Zachar be at the Minyan for ladies. Now, very hard to find. You know, maybe in a bigger city where you have 10 guys, you know, five guys that were not solid calls and the other five guys who whatever, for some reason woke up late. But at every shul to have 10 guys who never heard lady, very, very hard to find. So we try to have at least 10 men in the room. That much uh, you have to have. But to find 10 men who haven't yet heard it is very difficult. But again, in many shuls, it's not miscabal to have a second reading for the Nashim because on the assumption is the Nashim up tourists. It is interesting that for all those girls who run to come to hear Pasha Zacher, and Tova Lo Bracha, I think it's great. My wife hasn't heard Pasha Zacher probably since my daughter was born uh, 15 years ago. Every year I tell you, you don't have to go. The kids are, it's hard to come. But uh, if you have older kids or you're a single girl, you should come. But there's one twist over here. Biakov Kamenetsky held that in order to be Yitzhak Pasha Zacher, you actually have to understand what the Balkari read. Now, you don't have to know what every single word meant. You don't have to know every word, but you have to have a, a basic storyline. So Baruch Hashem, today the girls are much more knowledgeable. They could tell the boys what happened in Parsha Zach. But it's Kedai just to mention to everyone, both boys and girls. If you want to really be Yitzhak Parsha Zach, you actually have to understand what happened. You have to understand what the Balkari was reading about this guy Amalek and what he did to us and now we have to kill him. You have to at least know that. So it would be a shame if a woman took three babysitters to come to shul just to sit there and hear word that she has no idea what she understood and to think she was Yitzhak. I remember one year a lady came after Parsha Zach and she said she missed one word. So I said, you're Yitzhak. She said, really? I said, yeah, because you're not really mechoyev in the first place. So you're so what are you worried about? You're not, you're not really mechoyev. So the truth is, many places can hold anyways, if you miss one word. Many places can hold if you miss one word, you're anyways, you're as long as you got the basic storyline of Pasha Zach. But it's Kedai, Yaakov writes, it's Kedai for everyone, to Chazer, the end of Pasha's Zach, it's not so many Pesukim, just to get an overall story, this way we can all be Yaitz in the mitzvah, but again, I, I, I mean that if a, a woman should, if, who has the opportunity to come, I don't see why she shouldn't. She gets a mitzvah, the Rais, that's a beautiful uh, thing. I don't think so. I don't think you need to. I don't think you need to. I think even for the men we don't need to. We do that just because that's minute. Huh? You can tell her. It doesn't mean he's going to do anything, but we definitely can tell him. <laughs> that's a relative, that, that's a pillow that they make such a big deal about it. Right? The whole thing about it. But yeah, I don't think I make it so crazy for them. But I heard a big Kiddush from a certain Rav. He wanted to tell you that to him it's Poshit. Women for sure can be Yitz and Parshas B'Shalach. Why? Because what's the whole downside to Parshas B'Shalach? Parshas B'Shalach, it doesn't say that we're going to destroy Amalek. But according to some Achrein, women don't have the mitzvah anyways. So for sure, let's say a lady says she knows she can't make a Parshas Zachar, then she should at least come to hear Kriya Torah on, on Purim. Now some hold even Megillah, you could be Yitz and Parshas Zachar, which is a big Chiddush. But Ramesh Yishemich writes the following. He says that there's no right for Amnas and Adler. Really, even Amnas and Adler holds that if a girl reads it from Mechum, she's Yitz. So why did Mas and Adler tell the girls to come to Shul? Because they didn't know how to read. We're going back 300 years. But says, and I told this to women, go home and read the title of Chumash. Baruch Hashem, today the girls can read, they can translate, they can tell you Rashi and Ramban, they're very good, Baruch Hashem. So he holds that that's better. So I told this to some women. So if a lady knows... That's a separate question, right. That's Thomas' a question that we always have to deal with. Are we really Yaitse now? Because we all read it in Kiseitse. Well, in, the, in that time of the year. So the Tertimimo deals with this kasha. It's not their rice anymore because we already did it. So his answer is that no one was mechavin at the time. Right? A lot of shuls in Olympia they make a whole big deal about you it. shouldn't have told me. Now I'm not That's right. Honest. So I think if they make an announcement about Kerry has a mind, the taka could work. But I think if a woman has a choice to come either Parsha Zachar, let her come from Megillah 
and let her come a few minutes before Megillah Shehir Pashas B'Shalach, then the Chol Hashit is Lachay where she could be Yitzha, and then she could feel good about herself. But again, if a lady Taka can't come for whatever reason, let her read it inside the Chumash, and this way she's Yitzha, according to even those who hold that she is Mechoyim.